Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. We are talking about characteristics of the new Ruth generation. Yes, we look to Ruth in the Bible and it's just four chapters. I would like to encourage you to read those four chapters. They will bless you and just tell you this great story of this Moabite woman, how she got connected to Israel and how she got connected to the bloodline of Jesus. Oh, what a blessing that through her, later on we see King David born and later on as it goes on, well, all the blessed that came from them. Well, I just want to tell you, we have been speaking about her character. She was a Moabite woman who was radical and made a choice to be connected to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We see she had a positive outlook to the future, even though Naomi, her mother-in-law, had become so bitter because of all the circumstances. We see that she was looking positively to the future, and we see that she was respectful to the elder. Yes, she was respectful to Naomi, who was her elder, and she listened to her, and she shared her feelings and her thoughts and what was going on in her life with Naomi, and Naomi could share her line of thought about it and give her advice, and she obeyed and listened to that advice and obeyed it, and it brought her blessings. Well, it was not just Naomi that she listened to. Number four, part of her character was that she had respect and not just respect, but she had embraced and she had submitted herself to the word and the spirit of God. Yes, I know this is Old Testament and I know Pentecost, the Holy Spirit outpouring, but I see in the Old Testament that God was leading people through his spirit. And Ruth was a woman that was being led by the Holy Spirit. Maybe it wasn't all consciously. Some things were happening unconsciously, but still the Spirit had room. She was available to the Spirit. She listened to the nudging of the Holy Spirit, and she followed that path that the Holy Spirit set her on. And I think this is so important for the new roof generation. If you want to be a part of that new roof generation that will rise up and that will bring in the end time harvest, then you need to be a person like Ruth. You need to have these characteristics. And a very important characteristic is that the word of God will be number one in your life. What is your foundation? What are you building your life on? Where are you getting your advice? Where do you go when you don't know what to do anymore, when you are looking to your future and you say, oh Lord, what shall I do next? That you will go into the word of the Lord. Look to the Bible as the source and the ultimate authority in your life to guide you on your path that you know, oh, the world may say this and my family may say that and my friends maybe do this, but I will be a follower of the word of the Lord. I will obey the word of the Lord. That will be my source of inspiration. That is where I will submit myself to. 
If the world says this is okay, but God in his word says, don't do this, I will obey his word. If the Lord says, this is what you must do to be blessed, then I will do what the word says. And so the word of God must be like your foundation, like a pillar in your life, like something that covers you. It must be not just a book on the shelf, but it must be pages that have come alive in your heart. You must be a living letter of the word of the Lord because now it has become part of you. And this is so important because it shows the God that you are serving. Ruth, she used to serve the Moabite gods. And the Moabite god was a terrible god. It was a terrible religion. But she had converted. She had changed. She had embraced the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. And that is so different. Oh, the word of God. I know some people, they say, well, look at this and look at that. But they don't understand the word of the Lord. It is a book full of mystery for them. But the Holy Spirit wants to make it alive to you. Or if you just read your Bible and pray, the Lord will reveal it to you. But we also have many great commentaries that can help you to understand certain parts better. And Ruth, she had submitted to the word of the Lord, and she had submitted to the Spirit of God. So many times we feel, well, this was fate or this was luck. But when you are a person that is being led by the Holy Spirit, you don't talk about fate and luck. You talk about the Spirit of God, the Lord who said, I will never leave you, never forsake you. I will be with you all the days of your life. I will be with you when you go through the waters. I will be with you when you go through the fire. I will be with you all the days of your life, even to the end of this world. I will be with you. Oh, we believe that we are being led by the Holy Spirit. He is our companion. He is our partner. He is with us always. And Ruth was being led by the Holy Spirit. The new Ruth generation is open for the Holy Spirit, seeks God for an experience with the Holy Spirit, wants to be full of the Holy Spirit. And you don't want to have it in a jar that you can sip a little drop out of it so every now and then when you need it, you want to have it like a river that is continuously flowing and being refreshed. It needs to be fresh, fresh water, every day, fresh water. That's the new roof generation. Number five, I see another characteristic that was so important that brought her into the blessing of God. She had a servant heart. We must be willing to serve. Jesus came and said, I did not come to be served. I came to serve. If Jesus, the son of God, washed the feet of the disciples, if he served the people all every day, he was going around doing good, helping people, blessing people, serving people, praying for them. And even at night, when everybody was asleep, he would go up the mountain to pray for the people once again, to pray for his disciples. He was serving. And I see that Ruth was serving. And if you are a servant, God does not want you to be a lazy servant. <laughs> yes, some people are servants, but they are lazy servants. But God does not like lazy people. I see in the Bible that he visited people that were at work. He visited Moses when he was tending the sheep. 
He visited Elisha while he was plowing the land. He visited Peter when he was working on the ships. He was working, fishing, and washing the nets. He was busy. People that are busy and active can be people that serve in the kingdom of God in the new Ruth generation. And Ruth had this servant heart. I'm talking about these characteristics separately. But if you put them together, you start seeing that the blending of them together makes it possible for the Lord to do great and awesome things. Ruth, she had submitted to the word of God that brought her in Bethlehem. She had respect for Naomi, so she obeyed the advice she got from that wisdom of the past. And she had a servant heart, so she went to serve on the land to bring in that which the harvesters left behind. She went into the field, and where the harvesters had gone, there was always something left behind that they just did not take with them. And she went to pick up those things that were left behind. That means that's hard work. She had to go across that whole field to just get a little cup of grain that she needed to feed Naomi and herself. But she had a servant heart. She was working hard, and she was being led by the Spirit. And that was important. Why? Because that was the reason she didn't just work at any field, but she worked on the field that belonged to Boaz. Boaz. And it so happened to be, oh, what a luck. No, it was the guidance of the Holy Spirit, of course, that Boaz was the one that was family to Naomi in such a way that he could be a redeemer to them. You needed a redeemer. And a redeemer was someone who was a blood relative, who didn't have any debt himself, who was able to pay the debt of the person he was redeeming and who did it voluntarily. So Boaz, he was the perfect man. He was the owner of that field and all the harvest fields that were there in Bethlehem, the bread house, many harvest fields. And so Ruth ends up there and with a servant heart, working heart. That brings me to another characteristic of Ruth. She had destiny in her heart, in her DNA. She believed in destiny. She lived the destiny that God had for her. Oh, hallelujah. You see how these things fit so beautifully together. She was working on that field, and there was destiny on her, the destiny that God had ordained for her, a destiny of blessing and of goodness for herself, but also to change that bitter woman, Naomi, into a blessed woman. And so, well, you have read the story. Hopefully by now you see that she was working on that field. And Boaz, when he sees her, oh, there's a connection there. There's something happening there. And Boaz says, well, Ruth, don't go to anybody else's field. Stay here. Stay here on my field. If you are thirsty, drink there and just take water there. Don't don't worry. And, and he told the other harvesters, drop something extra where Ruth is working. He was already blessing her. And when she came home and she told Naomi about the blessing, oh, Naomi said, this is what you must do. Oh, you must go there tonight. They are celebrating the harvest. You go, and when Boaz goes and lays down to sleep, go and lay down by his feet, and then he will tell you what to do. Well, that night when Boaz 
aroused from his sleep, woke up. He said, hey, who's that at my feet? She said, I am Ruth. And she had dressed up all beautifully. She did her perfume. She looked great. He said, oh, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth. Yes, my heart belongs to you. Oh, I will redeem you. I will redeem you. And he paid the price. Well, he had to do something for it, but he was willing to do whatever it took to redeem Ruth. And here we see Ruth, who came into that harvest field as someone who was, well, you know, not a worker. She didn't own anything there. She didn't have anything there. She was just like a beggar picking up that which was left behind. But now the inheritance of Elimelech, the inheritance of Boaz, it all came to Ruth. Hallelujah. Yes, because he redeemed her. And there was somebody else who was before him, who had the right before him to redeem. And that meant that he could buy the property of Elimelech. But Boaz said, if you do that, you also must take care of Ruth. And that man, he said, oh, no, 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 I cannot do that. I cannot do that. So, so Boaz, no, I cannot be the redeemer. You can be the redeemer. Oh, and Boaz said, I will take the burden to pay the price, and I will take the burden to take care of Ruth. Oh, in Boaz, we see Jesus, who is our redeemer, who said, I will take the burden to pay the debt. I will take the burden to take care of those that I have redeemed. And so he said, I will take her to become my wife and I will treat her as such and she will become a co-owner. The inheritance will be shared with her and with that which comes out of us. And that shows me that last characteristic, which I believe is so important, that is inheritance. Yes, there is inheritance for the new Roof generation, believe in it. Believe that you will have part of that inheritance. And so they gave birth to a son and they called him Obed. And that little child, that little boy, Obed, oh, he was on the lap of Naomi. And it brought such joy to Naomi. Oh, her burdens were lifted away. Oh, when that child was on her lap, God had given her offspring and that baby boy was there and there was someone that was taking care of her. Boaz and Ruth were taking care of Naomi. Her burdens, her sorrows, her pain was lifted from her. She was being healed. She was being restored. She was being blessed. Oh, she got the inheritance back in her life. This happened to Naomi because she went back to Bethlehem. She went back to Israel. We need to go back to Bethlehem, the place where Christ was born. Hallelujah. Yes, that was the very place where Christ was born. And we need to kneel down by the manger and accept Jesus in our heart, that little baby, that little child. We need to receive him into our life. He is the savior of all of mankind. Oh, what a great story. What a great connection there if you start to look at it all. And so Naomi, she was once a bitter woman because of all the terrible things in her life. But God was working all those years, even when she didn't see it, and brought blessing into her life and lifted her out of all that bitterness and pain and restored her and gave her 
inheritance. And not only her, but also to Ruth. Oh, these two women, they were linked together. Oh, Ruth was blessed because of Naomi. Naomi was blessed because of Ruth. And Ruth, she became the wife of Boaz. Oh, and she got that whole field to be hers. And she got a son. And that son gave birth and another gave birth. And eventually David was born. And it even is the bloodline from our Savior. If you continue that bloodline and look to it. So what a great blessing. What a story for us. You need these characteristics in your life. And if you lack partially or fully this characteristic or one of these characteristics, pray to the Lord for it. Pray that he will help you to be radical, that you will be positive looking to your future, that you will have respect, that you will submit to God's word and the spirit of the Lord, that you will also have a servant heart, and that you will not be a lazy servant, that you will believe and live in destiny, not just your own destiny or the destiny the world would like to shove into your shoes, but you will live the destiny that God has set before you, and that you will take hold of the inheritance. I want to take hold of the inheritance, not just my own inheritance, but the inheritance of all those before me, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Daniel, Ruth, Esther, etc., etc. I want to be in that line, and I want to take hold of that destiny and of that inheritance. And by grace we can, hallelujah, by grace we can. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, my dear friend, that a new generation of Ruth is standing up today, And they are praying the Lord for these characteristics in their own life and heart. And they are also praying for the latter rain to fall, that the harvest may be ripened. And they are willing and believing that God will give that whole harvest field into our possession because of the plan that he had. Oh, even before this world was formed and made, he already had that plan to give this generation into our hands the harvest of this generation into our hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, pray to the Lord and believe it for your life and expect it and rise up and take hold of it. Oh, because of God's grace upon your life. I thank the Lord for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 